Hey everyone, I'm Kelly Mobeck, a coach and a leadership trainer, and I'm super passionate about helping you find out who you are authentically as a leader, own it, and go out and make an impact in your life and the lives of others. This world needs your leadership, your gifts, your unique brilliance, and I believe that real leaders don't wait, they create. I know firsthand that life is going to throw us curveballs, that we're going to doubt our greatness, our ideas, and our contributions. And my goal is that you believe in yourself beyond reason, and I get to be a coach and a champion for you each week so that you feel inspired, motivated, and most important, in action toward your unique impact in this world. So let's jump in. Hey there, everyone. This is Coach Kelly, and welcome to today's episode, The Accidental Entrepreneur, part two. Part two. How is your fall going, everyone? How is it going so far? Do you feel the winds of change in the air? I literally do. It's been so windy here. It has been so windy, and I have this sort of love-hate relationship with the wind, I love how gorgeous it makes things. I love how it cleans out the air and, you know, cleans out the trees and the sky is so amazingly blue. I love that. I love that. Now, I don't love the mess that it makes on the ground, on my car, in my sinuses. <laughs> I don't love that. I don't love that the wind can sound scary and spooky and Literally one of my dogs really is so afraid of, of the wind. I don't love that. And yet I do love the winds of change. And I am inspired when I can look out my office window and just see this gorgeous day, these blue skies. And it's so nice now, right now it's not windy. It's still outside. Oh, but the sky is so pretty. The sky is so pretty. Anyhow. So I feel like the wind is sort of a metaphor for being an entrepreneur, right? Having this love hate relationship <laughs> with things. And so I just have been so fascinated by the wind in the last few days and, and the metaphors for being an entrepreneur. So, you know, we might talk about that today. We might talk about it. So I wanted to update you guys with my challenges. It is going well. I'm not doing it perfectly, but that was not the point. The point was not to do it perfectly. The point was to continue to be curious about how my body responds to no alcohol, to getting proper sleep or not getting proper sleep. And my intuitive eating, noticing what happens in my body with food and energy and all of that. So I'm really stoked. I love this. I'm probably going to continue the challenge on even past the 30 days. Like I said, it's not going perfectly, but I really don't expect anything to go perfectly. That was not the challenge. The challenge was to be curious. That's going really well. And I'm doing a lot of reflection and journaling and noticing about what's happening inside my body. So I love it. I love it. It's it, this is really about creating some new possibilities of new habits and practicing them. And it's about looking at what supports who I'm being as a wife, as a mom, as a family member, a friend, an entrepreneur, business owner, leader, coach, and trainer, all the roles 
that I get to play in my life and really last but not least at all, me, what it's doing for me. And you know what? I like it. I like it. I have less anxiety. I've got more clarity. I have respect for my time and boundaries. I am believing beyond reason in what's next, what's coming, moving from fear and sort of being paralyzed to let's go, which is bringing me so much joy and so much more energy. It is so flipping cool. You guys, it's really cool. So I am seriously going to be putting curiosity challenges into the impact collective for women in business, which is coming January, 2022. Get ready because you know what? This stuff works. It really, really works. So let's keep going. Last week, I left you with getting uncomfortable last week in the accidental entrepreneur part one, I gave you that sort of high level of the last several years of my life, moving from being the accidental mortgage banker to the accidental entrepreneur. And, and, and I believe we left off with getting uncomfortable. And so I just wanted to share a little bit about my philosophy on being uncomfortable. I actually really love being uncomfortable. I know it sounds strange, but hang in here with me. I find that I thrive much more in life in being uncomfortable. And I, and I have this saying, and my clients will tell you, get comfortable being uncomfortable. And the reason for that is when we are uncomfortable and and we're talking about it in the context of getting outside our comfort zone so that we can grow, so that we can learn, so that we can contribute. That is where living is at, you know, on that skinny limb going for what it is you want. It's so funny in my office, I get to see into my backyard. I work from home and I get to see into my backyard and we've got all these fantastic birds and we have these squirrels, these squirrels that literally taunt my dogs every single day. So when you hear them on the podcast, it's either somebody is out front or there's a bunch of squirrels in the backyard ready to attack. I'm sure of it. Anyhow, I have been watching these squirrels and, and there's this, there's this sort of small tree right outside my window. And I, one day I am going to capture this on film. It just never happens when I can jump up and go, you know, film this, but I watch these squirrels and they have a plan and there's something they're going for. PS it's bird seed. That's what they're going for. And I watch them and they literally climb up the tree and they find different ways to get up this tree. And then they get onto a skinny limb. It's legitimately a skinny limb. And then they walk, 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 walk. And they're, they're literally at the end of the skinny limb. And it's like waving and teetering and tottering. And there they are, there they are. And they've got their eye on the prize. I can see it. They've got their eye on the prize, which is the bird seed. And then they go for it. They leap, they leap. I'm, I'm, I'm sure they're taking a leap of faith. I feel like they're here to inspire us to take leaps of faith in our life. It is fascinating. I will get that on film one day. That is my declaration. So They remind me every single day to get out on the skinny limb and do the things, do the things, do the things that we make up our hard. We can do hard things. We really can. And we get to do them from a place of who we're being, who we're being. And we're going to talk so much more about that as we continue on with the podcast, because it's so uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable. It's so important. It is 
sometimes uncomfortable and it's important. Okay. So I want to just share that my philosophy on being uncomfortable is do it and do it again and do it again and do it again. Be willing to be uncomfortable because it's in that place that we truly grow and learn. And as I've looked back on my life, those are absolutely the times where I have learned so much about myself, about others, and it's where I have grown the most and it's where I've created the most impact truly is being outside of my comfort zone. So finding those things that are going to challenge your comfort zone time in and time out. So like I was saying, one of the things that led me to becoming an entrepreneur was the realization. I say, I led into this with, like I was saying, I don't think I've actually shared this part with you guys. So one of the things that led me to becoming an entrepreneur was the realization that my kids were growing up fast. And I felt like I was missing a lot. And and I'm going to talk about that in just a second. The reality is I was present for all of the important things. I was present for them day to day. I would show up. I would cheer them on. I would be that soft place to land when they were hurting. And I know they had a present mom. I know that. So when I say that I felt like I was missing things, I did. I really, really did. But that was what was happening inside of me because I wasn't being present with myself. Okay. I wasn't being present with myself. So therefore my imposter was coming in and constantly reminding me, you're not being enough of a mom. You're not being enough of a wife. You're not being enough at your job. Like all this stuff was happening. Okay. This is when I was working for the training company, which I loved and adored. And I loved my mentors and and all of that. I love the people that I got to work with. And I was working 24 by seven. Not that that was mandated. It's just that I somehow made up. That's what I was supposed to be doing. Okay. And I was trying to be all things to all people. That was the other thing during that time period in my life, I was trying to be all things to all people. And what was happening is I was creating a perfect storm inside of me. And that storm consisted of being exhausted, being stressed, having an extreme amount of anxiety, which then literally resulted in some very significant health challenges that were occurring one after the next, after the next. And yet I wasn't paying attention. I kept pushing through. I was ignoring my soul. See, my soul was crying out for something different. And let me tell you, You can only ignore your soul for so long before she gets louder and louder and louder. And something has got to give. It has to. It has to. I found myself having bouts of depression, although I didn't realize it at the time. But I wasn't really doing the things that brought me joy. I was on autopilot. I was on autopilot, you know, as a wife, as a mom, I I, I feel like I was on autopilot as a friend. And I I'm going to just preface this with saying I am really hard on myself. So I'm sure at that time, that's how it seemed, right? Like I was just on autopilot, making sure everybody was happy. I buried myself in my work because I thought if I pushed harder, it would get better. And the truth is, is it was getting worse. It was getting worse. I had feedback from my husband, my kids, my family, friends, colleagues that I just didn't have the same joy they knew me to have. I was hearing consistently, you're not happy. 
I pretended that I was, you, you guys can't see I'm happy. And the more that I was getting that feedback, the more I was, you know, putting the smile on and yes, everything's good. Everything's great. I'm happy. I'm happy. Darn it. I was faking my way through and it was taking a massive toll on my mind, my body and my soul. True story, true story. And it was painful. It was painful one day. And this was a game changer for me. You know, those days where someone tells you the truth at a deep level that gets you at your core. It was one of those days. It was a Sunday afternoon and my sister um, had come over. We were having family day and we were just talking. And my sister is also a coach. She's an amazing coach, an amazing professor, an amazing contributor in this world who creates a ton of impact. And we were talking and she really gave me some feedback that got me to my core. And what that feedback was is she said, you know what, sissy? I think that misery is part of your comfort zone. What? Yeah. I think misery is part of your comfort zone that you have gotten so comfortable being miserable by choice that it's become comfortable. And what's happened is you haven't lost sight of your passion. You guys might remember last week, I was, I was telling you that I had that feedback that I had lost sight of my passion. Should I don't think you've lost sight of your passion. I think you've just gotten so comfortable being miserable and have made up what you're supposed to be doing. And that you are, that, 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 that you, you stepped into something, you made a commitment and this is where you were supposed to be going. Right. And I, I was not paying attention to what my soul wanted. I wasn't paying attention. I wasn't believing that I actually could create a life that I really loved, even though I was training that I was coaching that day in and day out. I wasn't applying it to myself. I wasn't applying it. So we really looked at that and I was like, misery in my comfort zone, what? But it hit me to my core. It hit me to my core. And she said, I think you've gotten really comfortable in this and you're not allowing yourself to see anything else possible. So what's stopping you? And we looked at that. We looked at what was stopping me and there were many things. And I'm going to share some of those things when we talk about lessons that I learned being the accidental entrepreneur. But there were some very significant things that were stopping me. I will tell you, one of them was I didn't believe that I could, you know, branch out on my own and create a significant impact. I didn't believe that. I thought about it, but I didn't believe it. I had some, some beliefs around money, some pretty self-limiting beliefs around money. I did not have the confidence in myself to be a business owner, to be an entrepreneur, to take these ideas that I had and put them out in the world. I didn't believe it. Okay. So instead I created this cloud of misery. <laughs> oh my goodness. I look back and I laugh and you guys all know this podcast is let's be honest before we start pretending. And that I was saying that way back then, that is something that came out of my mouth all the time. And you know what? I was not in any way, shape or form practicing it. That was not. I was not, I was absolutely faking it till I made it. And you know what? I don't actually believe in fake it till you make it. I believe in let's guess, let's get honest before we start pretending because we can work with honesty. We can work with that and we can move forward, but pretending or faking, nah, 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 nah. 
that, that never works. And we'll talk more about that in some future episodes for sure. So then my sister and I started looking at what would require, what would you require to move forward? And I had, I had a lot of things that I would require, like anything tech wise. I was like, Oh, I don't know. I'll need a website. I'll need a business card. <laughs> These things. I look back and I giggle now, right? I really giggle now because that's not really what I needed. Yeah. Those were some sort of tangible things, but what I really needed was to leap, have faith in myself and take that leap and begin to build a business. That's what I really needed. And who I, 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 what I really needed was who I was going to be in that process. So that's what I did. I remember I put in my resignation. I think I gave like a 45 day notice because I was in the middle of a training and I, I, I really love, love, love the work that we did at the training company. And so I wanted to make sure that I was very complete with that. And it was so interesting because the minute that I, I put in my resignation, it was so interesting. Like within 48 hours, I had four clients. I had, uh, had people that had referred people to me and I had four clients that I got to begin to work with in my own business. Now, keep in mind, I have literally had my own coaching business since I became a coach back in 2004, but I sort of held it as a side business. Right. And then I worked at a training company and then, and then worked at building another training company. And I held my own business as a side business. And that was always a tug. It was always a pull. Okay. It was always a tug. It was always a pull. So I finished out uh, my term at the training company and then I was in business, baby. I was in business. I was like, today I am in business. Oh my gosh. I look back on that. And again, in the lessons learned, I hope you will giggle with me. I really do. That first year in business was painful. So here I was, I thought, okay, I'm leaving out. I'm creating all the joy that I want in my life. And that first year was painful. Now, on one hand, I had this major sense of relief because I felt like I was beginning to feed my soul what my soul really wanted. Okay. So I had this major relief. I had a new like sort of energy and joy and vigor. And what I didn't have was a plan. You guys, I, I, I'm a coach. I am a coach. I work with people on creating a plan and taking action. I didn't have a plan. (laughs) Do you see what I mean when I say the accidental entrepreneur? So that first year I was literally coaching everybody that came my way, everybody that came my way. And I know we did good work, but I also know that I am not everybody's coach. And then I also know that there's not everything that I'm going to coach to, right? But man, that first year, while it was painful and it was exhausting and it was like Groundhog's Day and I had many moments where I wanted to quit, it was one of the most impactful years in my life because I learned so much. I learned, okay, hi, you don't have a plan. Number two, I didn't have a coach. Hi, I didn't have a plan. I didn't have a coach. I didn't have accountability. (laughs) I did not have business hours. I would coach whenever somebody would say, this is the time that worked for them. And the next thing you knew I was working during the day, during the evening, during the weekends. Okay. Recreating exactly what my soul didn't want. Just looked different. Just looked different. You guys, I was still scared. Okay. It's okay to be scared. By the way, I want you to know if your goals scare you, that's a good thing. You're on the right track. So What was happening though, is I was letting my fear take over and I wasn't leaning into my faith. 
I wasn't leaning into my faith. I wasn't leaning into my purpose. Okay. I was letting fear take over. And so I just thought if I just keep coaching, it's going to be okay. So at the end of that year, when I sat down and I reviewed and I looked at what worked and what didn't work, I got super clear. I got super clear. And that's when I hired a coach. I created a plan. I got accountable. I have accountability partners all the time. You know, you know that I believe in that. And then I got to work on working through what is now become where we are today. Okay. I created business hours for myself. I set up a business in a way that works. I manage my mind, body, and soul. Okay. I don't always do it perfectly. I want you to know that I do not always do it perfectly. And through the years, I started paying attention to what my clients, what, what, what I was starting to attract in the way of clients. And it changed. It literally changed through the years, different, different types of clients. You know, it could, it could go anywhere from executives in corporate America to, you know, people that were just really looking at, not just, they were looking at creating a vision for themselves to people that were, you know, wanting to shift, uh, in their, in their careers and get a new job, people that were starting out new as coaches and, and wanted to have coaching businesses, people that were, you know, wanting to have better relationships, people that were wanting to volunteer, take on projects. I mean, it's evolved so much through the years. And I have worked with extraordinary human beings. Every single client that I have had has taught me something and they are extraordinary. And I am so grateful. So as we fast forward to the last couple of years, what I've really noticed, and it's even been more than just a couple of years, is the majority of my business tends to be female entrepreneurs. That is really, I would say 90% of my business is female entrepreneurs at different levels. Some of them are seasoned female entrepreneurs and they're, they're scaling their businesses. Some of them are like in that middle, right? They're not new, but they're not quite seasoned. They're in the middle or they're in what I call the grapple of their business. And some of them are ready to take leaps of faith. Some of them are, you know, still in corporate America, but they're building a plan and they're going to, and they're taking leaps. And you know what? I love it. I love it. I love it. I love, I love working with women and men. I do. I, as as you guys know, I grew up with brothers. When you hear me talk about my sister, I think I've shared with y'all, I was adopted and I've had the extreme blessing and pleasure to know my birth mom and my sister and brother. So when you hear me and I have another sister, anyway, that's another, that's another episode. Anyhow, I, I love working with men. I, I think that men are incredible and it's really super fun to see where, how men lead and where they lead and how it's different from women. And I could not ignore the fact that the majority of my business is women in business. That is the majority of my business. And I could not ignore the fact that I really understood what that means and what, what goes into being a woman in business and being a female entrepreneur, a woman in entrepreneur, right? I couldn't ignore that fact any longer, which is why you guys are going to be hearing some shifts and you're going to be, we're going to be unveiling what's coming in 2022 for women in business. And when we stop and we pay attention 
to what we are attracting and where we are creating an impact and the differences that we're making, all of a sudden, when we're paying attention to that and we're taking action toward that, our soul comes alive. Our soul comes alive. I am not saying it is it is comfortable. It is uncomfortable. You still get the nervousness in your belly and your gut and, and your, your heart's pitter, patter, pitter, patter, pitter, patter, right? But you will lean more into faith than you will into fear. And you will take action more in the direction where you're supposed to go. And you will have days that are amazing. You will have days that are amazing. And that my friends is everything. It's made everything worth it. It's made, you know, those days where I would be in massive tears on the floor, massive tears on the floor days where I was like, you know, Mm, I like coffee and I'm going to go be a barista because I love baristas and that looks really fun. Days that I was like, I have this idea, but I don't know. Makes it all worth it. It makes it all worth it because everything is useful in some context. And I get to help women believe in themselves beyond reason. And we get to do that in the one of my most favorite models that I learned from Stephen Covey. And it's the be, do, have model in, and in the being, working with our mindset, working with our attitude, working with our energy, right? The do taking inspired and empowered action so that we have a life that's full of impact growth, you know, in, in your families, in your relationships with your clients out in the world, that's what we get to do. And that's what it's come down to. And like I said, it wasn't always that way. It wasn't always that way. I think going through those hard times and the painful times and not allowing my soul to live in the way that she wanted to live is what's going to create this 2022 that I am so excited about you guys, the new programs that we're starting for women, the impact collective, where we literally have a collection of offerings and tracks for women in business that are ready to level up their leadership, female entrepreneurs who are ready to scale and the women who are ready to take that leap of faith and work from a place of purpose and passion, creating the abundant life they know they want. That's what we get to do. And I think that that is why it's so important for me to share with you guys the, the, you know, the truth of what happens, you know, the truth of what happens as a, a woman in business and the journey that it's taken to get here. And I expect that more is going to be revealed. I don't think that 2022 is going to be a cakewalk, right? But I think it's going to be uncomfortable. And I love that. I think it's going to be a place that we get to thrive. I think we're going to get to see more women living from a place that truly makes them happy because they're living from that place of passion, purpose, and vision. And that trickles out. I think that women play such an important role in this world. I think they are leaders. I think they are extraordinary. And I think that they create amazing impact. And I am excited to be a part of that. I'm excited to be a part of that and support these women in having that. So more is going to be revealed next week. We're going to talk about lessons learned from being the accidental entrepreneur 
And then we're going to move into designing, being the entrepreneur by design and sharing some more tips and nuggets along the way. So you guys stay tuned also because November and December, we're going to have several workshops that get you set up for having a 2022, like no other, the one that really ignites your soul. We're going to have several workshops on that. Remember that we've got the CEO strategy retreats. These can be done any time of year. And this is a really good time to do it. So for those of you that have a business and you want to take some time to get out of the day-to-day working in your business and you want to like get to that high level 30,000 foot, like I'm going to jump out of a plane and make this the best year ever. Let's do that. Let's do that. I'd love to support you in that. So you guys can find all that information on the website and please email me at Kelly at kellyjmobic.com And let's talk, let's talk about what's happening in your life and what you want to create and how I can support you. Remember you guys, we have a choice to lead our life or follow our circumstances. And it is literally about knowing our passions, our purpose, our values, and truly creating an impact in our life and the lives of others. And when we do that, we emerge being authentic, being vulnerable. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's not a weakness. It's actually a strength being courageous and really creating an abundant life. It literally is not always going to look the way we think it's supposed to. In fact, many times it doesn't. And we get to trust that more will be revealed as we move forward. So remember, take a pause, let go of worry, let go of doubt, live fully, fully the best version of yourself. Give yourself permission to do that. Live fully the best version of yourself. And I am so excited about where we're going and supporting you along the way. So thank you for listening today. Thank you for listening uh, and getting a peek a little bit more into my story and how we arrived here as the accidental entrepreneur. And we're going to move into the entrepreneur by design. And that's, that's the focus that we're going to be taking on in the next couple of months. So I'm excited. I'm excited to share more with you. And if there's anything you guys want to talk about, drop me a line. You can find me at kellyjmobeck.com. Please follow me at Instagram at Kelly Mobeck. Say hi, let's stay connected. And also our Facebook group, the impact growth community. Have a great week ahead. And if it's not shaping up the way you want it to, take the lead and create a fantastic one. I'll talk with you guys next week. Take care. Thanks for listening to another episode of Let's Be Honest Before We Start Pretending. For more resources on taking the lead in your life, head over to kellyjmobeck.com and connect with me on Instagram at Coach Kelly Mobeck. If this episode was helpful for you, please feel free to share it with friends, rate and review it on iTunes. That's Apple Podcasts now. And at any time, feel free to connect with me and let me know what you want to hear next or what you're working on. I'm happy to help. Thanks again for listening. And here's to you taking the lead in your life.